Welcome. Hey, everybody, and thanks for, thanks for being here. Uh, my name is Jean Gallagher, and welcome to show number 10, Discover Rising Tides, How the Outside Makes the Inside Better, where we explore the importance of the outdoors in maintaining life balance. Through this series, we will be talking to women business owners to understand their journey, and today I'm excited to introduce Marianne Brown. Hi, Marianne. Hi. Marianne is the founder and driving force behind a natural side of wellness with 30 years as a healthcare professional, as an intuitive healer, speaker, and wellness guide, and uh, breakthrough specialist. She loves to help others and on their healing journey and to inspire as many people as possible with what they truly desire to be. She's an I can't, I, there's too many vowels in this. She's from Pittsburgh, but how, how do you say you're a native Pittsburgher, what is it? <laughs> is that what? Oh, it is. Okay. <laughs> it didn't sound right. <laughs> and she lives with her partner and her two small dogs and a cat. She loves the outdoors, gardening, exercising, biking, and listening to bands and connecting with people. So, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited to talk talk to you. There's so many things that we're going to talk about, and just before we started, I added things to my list because. I, there, there's just a lot going on here. So I think before we start and dive into the, the meaty part, um, give us a little bit about your background, your, the 30 years prior to doing what you're doing now and how it led to you to where you are. Well, by trade, I'm a physical therapist. I've been in the physical therapy field for over 30 years. Mm -hmm. I quit my full-time job in 2019 to continue my coaching and helping people get out of pain and getting rid of limiting belief patterns. Um, what got me to where I'm at now is my own health conditions. Mm -hmm. um, a very traumatic seven years of divorce, parents dying, me with breast cancer, and um, just recovering. I had breast cancer in 2005. I was on chemo for a whole year. Mm. I was really torn down and I was sick. Mm. So I sought out natural health doctors and I sought out ways to make me ha happy and healthy and everything like that. Um, so whenever I had breast cancer, I had surgery and everything and I developed an infection on my arm. Mm -hmm. I had my arm was just like an elephant arm. It was completely swollen and everything like that. It's called lymphedema. I couldn't use it hardly. And I went um, for physical therapy and I was taught a massage and they taught you how to massage the fluid back up and everything. However, I still had to wear compression sleeves to get the fluid back up and recirculated in my body. And as the, year, as the years went on, 
I had to wear the sleeve continuously and it was hot mm-hmm. and I love the outdoors. I, you know, love gardening. I just savor the outdoors. I was brought up on 15 acres of woods mm-hmm. and, um, you know, laying outside watching the stars and stuff like that, hugging trees. Right. And so for me to be outside with a sleeve on, it's just a pain. I, you know, sweat in the hot weather, and if I would got bit by a bug, I could feel the the stuff from the bugs still laying in my arm and everything like that. And so I just started questioning, right? I worked with people. I know the body. Um, I know the responses and everything. And so I just asked my body what it needed. And I got a download of the stand in the shower. It needed to learn a new pathway for the fluid to go. Because I had all kind of construction and, you know, stuff like that in my arm. And so I would stand in the hot, hot shower and just teach the fluid a new way to be reabsorbed, to be absorbed in my body. And eventually, the body learned the new pathway. And so just from the different experiences like that, Today, I don't have to wear a sleeve. I have no swelling. Um, I am on no medications. And, you know, I started seeking out natural health doctors. I learned. I took seminars. I took education and a lot of coaching, mm-hmm. um, getting rid of the traumas and learning how to actually step into being my true self. Mm-hmm. When you were going through the process for yourself, was it difficult to find resources for natural care for you at, during that time? Um, actually, no. Oh, good. They, um, yeah, in Pittsburgh, there was probably like three or four. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whenever you're just receiving and source and universe or God, whatever you call it, is guiding your way, um, then you hear and you listen and you follow. So I was really, really led. That's hard to hear and to listen. And what, what really triggered what you heard of needing to stand in the shower? How did you, what did that feel like to, to recognize that you needed to understand that? Is that, I don't even know if that's a question. It was, it was just like I got that, like after feeling the, the bug stuff in my arm, right, mm-hmm. just laying there, it was like the fluid needed to learn where to go. Mm. It needed to learn how to detox it, like to, to put it, the circulation needed to improve. And somehow that's, I just, you know, learned from my body and it really worked. How long of a process was it that, that you for did it take for the you to feel a difference probably about two months really yeah it wasn't very long i've healed myself of many injuries um knowing the correct alignment of the body Mm -hmm. and not to substitute and not to walk within the pain right learning how to really listen to your body and have patience with the body and really walk in the natural alignment of your own body. 
So um, what's the, for people just to understand a little bit better, what's the difference between walking in pain and walking in the natural alignment? So I fell down the steps. I really hurt my foot. My foot was swollen and bruised and everything like that, right? Mm -hmm. So I would walk on it naturally. I used my knee. I used my butt. I used the muscles instead of substituting. I allowed my body to carry me instead of just substituting and walking crooked. Because when we're in pain, our body shifts. Mm -hmm. And so when you can actually just stay in the alignment and walk within that pain-free movement, well, you're kind of substituting, right? However, you're still using the muscles that need to be used. Then the body can heal so much quicker Mm. because it's not in that distorted way of walking or being. Okay, that's interesting. And I think that a lot of us don't realize where we are within that and especially if it's pain that's been around for a while you don't you might not realize that you're like we talked about yesterday I was sitting like this and I didn't realize it till I was looking at my picture talking to you and you were talking about alignment I'm like oh (laughs) I'm not (laughs) yeah so um how does how does your business how different or similar does your business look like or how you deal with clients now versus when you were um, in the physical therapy profession before? Is it similar or is it different? So I'm really fortunate because as I was taking my coaching um, classes mm-hmm. and as I was learning so much more, I really got to experiment on my patients, I used it and I used and I saw what worked and what didn't work. When there was a young person who couldn't even get out of the chair, right? Mm-hmm. And I watched his movements. I exercised with him and his movements were perfectly fine. His muscles were actually strong, but he didn't realize that. All he felt was the weakness. And I said, well, you know, let's just get up and stand here. And can you imagine what you were like whenever you were walking, whenever you were 20? What was it like to walk down the street whenever you were 20? What does it look like? And he actually got up and walked. Really? Yes. (laughs) And I've seen that so many times. Our mind gets in the way so much because of the traumas Mm -hmm. that it doesn't allow our body then to actually function properly and in the proper alignment um, to move. That's interesting. And you've used that word quite often and the alignment part and that, that really does become the basis of everything. Is that right? Yeah, for sure. I had a client who had left ankle pain. She went to the chiropractor. She went to the doctor for like six months. She couldn't figure out what was wrong with her left ankle. Mm -hmm. And she came to me and we started working and we started working on the alignment, right, of the spine and everything. And she realized that her left ankle pain went away. And here we discovered that her right shoulder was hiked because she was a nail stylist and a hairdresser and everything. 
And so with the substitution and doing it over a period of time, her spine then became shifted, which everything is connected. It's connected to the leg bone. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, sometimes it can be really as simple as that. I have another client who had an injury at the age of eight for, to her hip, and she was in a lot of pain. And so she walked in a substitution, and everybody from there on, doctors and chiropractors, told her that she had a leg length discrepancy. And so she always walked shifted, she always walked crooked mm-hmm. and everything. She had a lot of pain. She came to me and we started working on the alignment. Mm-hmm. And we actually shifted her back into normal alignment. And here, her hip, where the muscles, the ribs and the hip are connected, mm-hmm. were shortened, mm-hmm. which then raised her leg up. And so she was always walking in a short, with a short leg. Once we stretched that out and lengthened up with that, and I gave her exercises to do specifically for that. Mm-hmm. She has no more pain. Wow. And that was after 40 years. That's amazing. Yeah. Like she's That's 74. That's, um, so it doesn't matter your age. That's amazing. That's really interesting. So, the, so it isn't always you, you mentioned trauma. And so... Is trauma always physical or is it also emotional as well? So when we have a trauma, when something has happened to us and we have a physical pain because of it, our subconscious brain only knows the past. It only knows the present and it makes connection points. So anytime you have pain, it goes back to that trauma. Oh, it's because, this pain is because, this pain is because, and that's all it knows. It's a cycle. And so what if all of, you know, a lot of, most of the time the pain was all gone and then suddenly appeared, right? So what if that was a new mode? You bent down and the pain happened. It wasn't necessarily because of the trauma or the accident or whatever, However, people always connect back to that trauma. Mm. And so once we can break the pattern of the trauma and break the connection point of that, then the body can heal completely. Because it doesn't have a connection point. Okay. Is it sometimes difficult to figure out what that is? Or is it usually pretty apparent to you? To you or, or to them? Well, so if I ask my client, what age were you when this happened? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was then. I would say 99% of the people mm-hmm. know when something has happened because it's in their memory. Mm-hmm. And, and if it's does, like pain, then it's in their memory for sure. Well, that makes sense. How does stress play a part in this? So stress... <laughs> It's huge. Yeah. It's, it's completely huge because stress, our body just reacts to what our thoughts are, right? Mm-hmm. It is just reacting. We have a thought. Our body reacts. 
And like whenever you're stressed or you've got to speak in front of people, what happens? Your stomach starts turning, right? The body is constantly reacting. Mm -hmm. So when we have all of this stress, then it creates tight muscles. It creates tension. It, it creates resistance. And then the body can't flow. The circulatory system can't flow. The nervous system can't flow. Mm -hmm. So everything kind of gets stuck. And then the stress of our thoughts gets stuck in our body somewhere mm -hmm. all the time. Um, I read an, a really great article, and it's about how they studied antelopes in the wild. And the antelope would get chased by a lion mm -hmm. and then, you know, outruns the lion. And then it goes in the brush and it tremors. And it tremors off all of the adrenaline, all of those chemicals that are in that flight or fight syndrome. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't store any of it. And then it goes out and it's fine. It doesn't have any memory of the trauma. Human time and yeah. Yeah. And and we as humans, we store it. We hold on to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so and how do um is it possible I don't know if it's possible to ask such a general question, but how do we release that? Or are you able to teach people how to release that? Yes, I am. So it's it's just a matter of recognizing it, being aware of it, mm -hmm. and then saying no to it, right? Oh, I know what you are. I don't have to have you in my body, right? Mm -hmm. And then you shift. So the subconscious brain only knows what it knows. When you say no to something, it creates a space. If we don't fill that space with something, the subconscious brain is going to fill it with everything that it knows, right? So if we've had, if we have stress, mm -hmm. like if you're speaking in front of a hundred people, right, and you have all this stress, you can say, "No, I'm safe," mm -hmm. and then literally step into being safe and seeing these hundred people, right, and knowing that you can speak in front of them, and literally stepping into it, mm -hmm. right, seeing it, mm -hmm. embody it. Having the vision of it. That's interesting. It seems simple, or but not easy. Right. It right? takes practice. Yeah. Yeah. And I think in you know we're we're such a society that we want to fix something right now, and usually that comes in the form of a pill bottle because now I'm going to take this and I'm going to feel better, and I don't have to do anything with it. I can just take it and then just do whatever I'm doing, and I'll feel better. But in order to heal our, teach our bodies how to heal ourselves, it takes repetition and time and consistency. Mm -hmm. Yes, for sure. And, um, and that's how, how I help my clients support them. Yeah. And so what does a, what does a, is there a normal client process for you or what does that look like? So if my client has pain, then... We go through the alignment. Um, I teach them where their body's at in space, right? Where they're shifted and then how to be aligned, realigned. And then we work on what actually created that pain. And we work on eliminating that. If it was a trauma or a stress or just sometimes we just sit in a normal position 
right? That has created the pain, but it's teaching them then how to keep that alignment and how to work within that and awareness of where they are. And then we work on the emotional stuff. What actually caused this in the first place? Mm-hmm. And we work on releasing that and stepping into who they really, truly want to be. And, you know, we have our spiritual body also, which is our energetic body, right? We are, we are a frequency. Our nervous system has an energy, right? Is there a way for people to feel that or, or recognize that? Yeah, there is, because normally we have brain fog. Mm-hmm. Normally we have chaos within our body, right? And we can feel that. And that means then that our spiritual body has kind of gone away from us for a little while. And so we can just bring that back in and um, people feel more grounded and more whole and centered and calm. It's a peaceful feeling. How do you do that? Oh, can I, is there, is there a, is there is a difference for everybody or are there, it's not. So how does, how do, how do you find yourself or ground yourself? So when people have trauma mm-hmm. in their life, our energetic being says, I don't want to feel this, right? So we separate from the feeling of it. So our energetic body actually leaves. And so we can just say, hey, okay, I'm ready just to be whole. It's safe. So energetic body just come in. Oh, okay. did you feel a difference whenever you did that? Hmm. It's interesting. Yeah, there feels like there's something circulating more, right? Is that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It's like a grounding. It's like a peaceful um, wholeness, mm-hmm. calmness, comfort. And so when you're meeting with clients, is there a um, number of times that you meet? Is it how often? How does that work? Or is it different for everybody? What I have seen in my practice that it takes about eight weeks for people to actually recognize, be aware, and be able to use the tools every day in their life, right? Mm-hmm. And then it takes time to practice. Mm-hmm. So we have a, after that, then it's about practicing and actually living it in their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, I support my clients. Um, you know, they text me or call me or whatever if they're going through a trigger uh, because we need support whenever we're going through that, right? Because as you say, it's not really easy Mm-mm. to redo something after we've done it for 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. And um, the people, are, um, they really step into it once they know, once they learn, once they're aware. And they're like, no, I don't want to live that way anymore. I really want to be happy. I really and truly want to be myself. Mm-hmm. And I want to live pain-free. I want to live mentally stable, right, and happy. Yeah. So. It is positive reinforcement. Yeah. And it, I would assume it does take a lot of effort and reminding to break the comfortable habits. Yes. 
But I teach my clients that you have a thought, you see that thought. You don't push the thought down because it's going somewhere in your body when you push it down, right? Mm -hmm. So you see it and you recognize it and then you shift. Mm. No, space shifts into what you want. Mm. Are there areas in the body that are most common to hold? The heart. Um, A lot of people hold a lot of stuff in their heart space. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, sadness and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Traumas. The neck. A lot of people hold a lot of stuff in their neck and their shoulders. Mm -hmm. Their back. Um, Back pain is normally caused from having a lack of support Mm -hmm. or lack of money. Money, Mm. um, lack of money will show up in the low back area. Um, Their knees, if they want to go through life and they are like inflexible and they keep doing the same thing over and over again, um, knees are usually painful because of that. Mm -hmm. Our feet take us through life. Mm -hmm. So when we have feet problems, we really are stuck and we can't move forward. Mm. Did you ever... Are you surprised where life has brought you to this side from where you started? I am. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's been a journey. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, It's been a wild journey, but it's a happy journey. It's -hmm. it's great. Like everything, all the traumas that I've been through have really created me who I am and I am so grateful and there's nothing sad about it because I can actually now help people. And, you know, I can say I've been there and now I'm this, right? Now I'm happy. And give you a better understanding or more empathetic for where they are and an understanding of how challenging it might be for their journey. journey. For sure. Yes. Yeah. So is there possible, can you give us some, some, many people sit for their jobs, right? Give us some alignment tips for sitting and working. Is that possible? It is. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to take you through um, some tools, some steps. Okay. okay. So your feet, mm-hmm. you're going to um, put them separated to where they're hip distance apart. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to take your heels and you're going to create a V with your heels and your feet. And then you're just going to separate your heels. And that is actually where your feet should be right underneath your knees. And so then your knees are going to be at a 90 degree angle. Mm -hmm. Your hips are going to be at a 90 degree angle. And the bones of your ankles are going to be right underneath your knees. Mm-hmm. Okay? okay. And then your pubic bone. You're going to kind of sit up on that pubic bone. You have a triangle between your tailbone and the bones you sit on and your pubic bone. So you should be right in the middle of that. Kind of a little bit on your pubic bone. Mm-hmm. So now you're going to take your diaphragm and you're going to take your diaphragm and put it over your pubic bone. I sat back. (laughs) (laughs) And then you're going to take your breastbone 
and you're going to take it and put it over your diaphragm. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to take your ears and you're going to put them right in line with your shoulders. And your chin is going to be level. And so we use our abdominal muscles and our back muscles to hold that posture mm. because there are posture muscles. And whenever you tighten your abdominal muscles, your back muscles automatically contract mm -hmm. to create like a corset. And my posture stinks. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing good about it. <laughs> That's okay. You can learn. <laughs> It's an awareness when you start going like this. Yeah. Oh, that does not feel oh, good. It's not good. <laughs> Let's sit back up again. <laughs> exactly. And and so do you have you have some tricks for people, some tools to use while you're to help become more comfortable or hold alignment in a chair, right? Yeah. Um, so you can use rubber discs. Um you have a ball. I want to see it. Show it. <laughs> I use balls. Yeah. And so, um, and that, can you squish it? Because it, it doesn't look squishy until you squish it. Yes. Yeah. It's a very soft ball um, because you can put it at your chair, at your spine, and um, it's giving. The body truly, really does not like pain. Mm -hmm. So when people use golf balls and these hard balls and the foam rollers, the body really doesn't like that. Um, the body doesn't like pain. Mm -hmm. And so the balls work really, really good because you can twist on it. It allows your body just to move. Mm -hmm. It acts like a support system as you're moving. Um, and, so, and that's yeah. not a fancy schmancy ball. That's just, you said a dollar store ball, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, I take it everywhere I go. Um, I love it whenever I'm in my car traveling. Mm -hmm. um, I can roll my feet on it, right? Even sitting in my chair, I can roll my feet on it. You can roll your hands on it. Um, because everybody is like this from our phones. Mm. And so the ball allows us to extend our fingers mm -hmm. and just stretch. And then we can roll mm. and just work the muscles. And it just feels really you know, massage-like mm -hmm. type of thing. And we get the nerve endings, right? Mm -hmm. Flowing, circulation flowing. Squeeze it a little bit as you're doing that. You can get your wrist as you're doing that too. Mm -hmm. So yes, I sit here and play. <laughs> I think that that would be a great component behind me in my chair. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, it depends. I have different sizes. Um, like right now, I'm sitting up further away from the back of my chair because mm -hmm. it's more comfortable right now. And so I would put a bigger ball mm -hmm. there, um, probably like a five-inch ball mm -hmm. versus this is like more like a three-inch, four-inch ball. Mm -hmm. um, and it will just hold me up. Like it literally supports your spine. It's better than a pillow. Mm -hmm. um, it's definitely more supportive than a pillow. Yes. Yeah. Wow, that's great. Thank you. That's good. I hope that you know people can take that as a as some suggestions because the amount of time, well, the amount of time that I sit in a chair, 
is too much. Um, and I, you just, that repetitive, incorrect posture is probably doing more harm than we realize. Yes. The other thing that people can use are water bottles. Oh, how so? If you have back pain, mm-hmm. you can freeze the water bottle mm-hmm. and put it lengthwise right at, at your low back. And mm-hmm. it supports it in the same way. In the car, I like to put the water bottle up and down mm-hmm. um, to support my spine that way. That's a great, that's a great tip. Just, it has to be a better water bottle than the, the flimsy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did have a person do that, and, like, the, the cap came off. <laughs> that's not so good. <laughs> it's not so good. <laughs> I, I had a back problem for five years, and as I was healing, <clears throat> I was going to Pilates for it, and I was in pain afterwards, mm-hmm. right? And so I learned to freeze a water bottle and put it in my back and as I was driving home and it just supported my body because the water bottle is soft also mm-hmm. it's not I mean you know once the water melts a little bit it is softer mm-hmm. right yeah it's not as hard as a lacrosse ball or something really and, hard like that yeah and I'll do that whenever I'm traveling also because mm-hmm. you can move your spine on it again and it just supports everything and it kind of fits in your spine. Mm, that's wonderful. That's thank you. That's and it's so simple, it but is. Re- actually really important. <laughs> so so how do you um, how do you meet with clients? I meet virtually. Mm-hmm. Um, I also meet in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a twelve week program. Um, I also have a six week program. It, I interview every single person um, before I ask them to join into my program mm-hmm. because I have a specific type of person that I can work with and I want my client to have the best experience and I want me to have the best experience also. So what, what um, traits are clients that you would work well with? Usually people that are open-minded. I'm not your typical person. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely not your typical coach. <laughs> um, and so they do have to have an open mind. Mm-hmm. Um, spiritual, right? The empathic person who has some type of sense about the energy of the body. Mm-hmm. Um, a closed-minded person does not work. Mm. Um, because it just they're just not open to what I do. Well, they're probably not open to a lot of therapy or coaching anyway. Right. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And are there any um, ailments or um, issues that are better fits for you than others? Even though they have a physical injury or something going on, they can get some type of relief. Mm -hmm. Um, I've created my own exercise programs Mm -hmm. from watching people and watching how the body moves for years and years and years. (laughs) And the exercises are really simple. Um, 
anybody can do them. Mm -hmm. And they really help to just realign the body and, and put it back in. So there's modifications. Like if somebody has really had an injury and um, the muscle is contracted or something like that, um, there's modifications that we can do. There's always modifications to everything. Um, just got to be willing to receive them and do them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, sometimes that's the hard part, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's the follow through. We all have good intentions when we show up and the follow through can be, or the motivation factor, right? To work through the hardest part, it can be a challenge. Yes. Most people, the majority of people, though, once they start feeling better and really good, mm-hmm. they really want to feel better. Mm. It's just getting to that point that can be challenging. Yeah. And so you, um, do you do events as well? I do. What type? Um, so I use um, products mm-hmm. to support my clients also, if they choose to, right? Mm-hmm. Everything's a choice. Nothing to have to. Um, it's always a choice. And so I do events for the products to teach people how to be healthy. Um, I'm a health and wellness coach also. Mm-hmm. So being healthy and wellness is my goal for everybody. And I also do events for other networking groups mm-hmm. and for my own um, alignment projects, right? teaching people how to be aligned and healthy and um, pain-free mm-hmm. and emotional healthy, right? Right. And I don't think that when we, we talk about being healthy, we think food, maybe exercise, but I don't know that we really talk about emotional health. Yeah. So I help people to connect their body with their mind mm-hmm. and their mind with their body. There are so many people out there that just are in their head, right? Mm-hmm. They forget about the body. Mm-hmm. And um, are they like, nope, what's my body, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just moving through life. <laughs> well, we need our body to move with us. We need a reminder. Yes. Yeah. And so how does the outside play a factor in what you do for yourself? Or how do you maintain yourself so that you're in a position to help others? So the earth is a great grounding tool, right? Just to stand on the earth and feel the energy of it and just to ground yourself into the earth. Mm-hmm. I actually help people to get in touch with the energy of the plants. Mm-hmm. Um, every tree, every plant, everything has an energy. Mm-hmm. And so we can feel that. And I help people to actually learn that they can touch a plant and they can feel what it feels like, Mm. or they touch a tree. Every tree feels different, Mm -hmm. right? And it, and it's nature. Like it's just constantly transforming. And there's an, there's an energy that passes if you do it correctly. Not that there's a correct way to touch a tree, However, if you're open to that, there's an energy that can pass from you to the tree or vice versa, correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In my home, I have different plants. And so I help my in-person clients to touch a plant and 
ask the plant what it's feeling. What are you feeling from this plant? And they're like, oh my gosh, this plant like feels angry. And I'm like, you're right. <laughs> it is just like an angry plant. Um, I have felt that energy from that plant too. Mm-hmm. And so, or this, you know, the tree just feels like a tree and it just feels expansive, right? It just mm-hmm. loves to be touched. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really haven't had one person not be able to feel that. Because um, our fingertips, right? Our hands are very, very energetic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And just being, growing up in the woods, 15 acres, mm-hmm. Um I am definitely an outdoor person. I have actually done the energy work that I do with people outside sometimes. Mm. I've done it in front, in front of a fire, mm. um, which is really cool because um, of the energy of the fireplace too. Mm-hmm. It, it, must, it must change and make things really more, not more effective, but more on the surface so that mm-hmm. it's easier to identify, correct? Yes. Mm. Yeah. And then just the space of the outside, mm-hmm. rather than being in walls, mm-hmm. right? Um, my virtual clients, you know, I ask them to go outside, sometimes barefoot, mm-hmm. and just to touch the earth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we can just take off bad stuff. Like, we can wipe it off mm-hmm. and have the earth take it, Right. Because the earth takes everything. Mm-hmm. And then we can give contributions to the earth also. Because mm-hmm. it does take everything. And it does need support too. Yeah. Well said. Well said. So where can people find you? Um, my um, website is the Natural Side of Wellness. And they can look on there. I'm on Google. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a Google business, a natural side of wellness. I'm on Facebook, a natural side of wellness. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. That's good. <laughs> so, yeah, so they can, they can reach out and contact you through, through your website or your Facebook page. Yes. Fantastic. So, thank you today. And would you like to leave us with a thought? Sure. So, I would like to inspire and empower everyone tonight, you know. If my life can be joy and this much happiness now with everything that I have gone through in my life, then so can yours. You can be happy and pain-free and um, just have a great life. Great. Thank you, Marianne. It's been a pleasure talking with you today. And thank you for sharing and I'm going to sit up straighter, and I'm going to go to the dollar store and buy a ball. <laughs> I appreciate your time and your insight today. Thank you very much for hosting yes. me. You're welcome. <laughs> awesome. Well done. How was that for you? Oh, that was good. Did you hear my whining bug? Yeah, well, see if one her, it's actually my mom's fault, and her mom's fault. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second, I got it. <laughs> <laughs>